Homage to Sakyamuni Buddha, homage to His Holiness Lama Achuk Rinpoche, homage to His Holiness Gelwe Nyugu Rinpoche. Everybody raise bodhicitta to benefit countless suffering sentient beings. May all beings have happiness and all the causes of happiness. May they be free from suffering and all the causes of suffering. May they never be separated from the great happiness, devoid of suffering. May they forever dwell in the great equanimity, free from attachment and aversion. To sacred Bodhisattva, the precious and excellent mind. Where it is not, may it arise. Where it is, may it never decline, consistently growing, rising higher and higher. Now we start with the first point of renunciation, precious human life. To be able to realize enlightenment, we have to be able to practice bodhicitta and we need to practice renunciation and practice according to the step-by-step practices, the gradual path to enlightenment. To do this, very important that we have this precious human life. There are the other realms. However, the other realms are not as favorable for the purposes of practicing towards enlightenment as the human life. Naturally, an enlightened teacher and devotion to that enlightened teacher is also very, very important. That is for another day. This practice of the preciousness of human life usually would take as practices of the preliminary practices, the outer preliminary practices, maybe three to four months, sometimes up to half a year, a year, even up to two years. However, saying that it should be cultivated and practiced all the time as best as we can, always be mindful and always keep in mind that we have this precious human life and to use it as meaningfully as possible. We, however, are just beginning. This is a beginner's course. So we'll go through the importance of precious human life and we will go through some contemplations, some metaphors, some comparing the numbers uh, to help stress and to help us realize and to emphasize the importance of this precious human life. When we finished, of course, Try and practice this all the time. Keep this in mind all the time. And when explaining the preciousness of human life, I'll also include some of the aspects with respect to the suffering of samsara and in the suffering of samsara with respect to the six realms. So uh, we will include that now because it also helps us to create comparisons and to help emphasize how precious this human life is. And if we advance in the practices or decide to practice Buddhism, or even if you don't practice Buddhism, this is really, really valuable. It's very valuable uh, and important and meaningful to realize how, how precious this human life is. And in so doing it, we appreciate it. We don't waste it as best as we can, not even to waste a moment of it. If we think in our daily life, or the lives of many people, 
how many people wake up enthusiastic, thinking, I am so fortunate. How lucky am I that I have this human life? And how many people are grateful for having this human life? And how many people wake up every morning with no enthusiasm to life, no gratitude for having a human life? In fact, many people, how many people wake up feeling that life is a burden, life is a difficulty? If we look around, how many people take life for granted? How many people really don't even appreciate this life? Look around, maybe when you get on the train or in the underground or on the bus, how many people really look like they are enthusiastic about life, that they feel fortunate that they have human life, that this is something precious, that they feel that it is meaningful. Maybe it's difficult to know. It is difficult to know what is going on in their minds. But sometimes when you really look at people's faces, you get a good idea that maybe for many of them, they don't have this feeling or they don't think like this. In fact, for many of them, they might think that life is very difficult and a great burden. And some people might be depressed. They even think, why did I get this life in the first place? I don't want it. Some people would might even contemplate suicide. How many people are even grateful for their possessions, for the material things that they have? Never mind being grateful for a healthy mind. Needless to say, even grateful for having life. If we truly realized how precious life was, human life, then if we really knew it was meaningful, how could we be depressed? How could we think about suicide? Really, if we practice this, these sort of thoughts, I don't think would come to mind or this attitude would come to mind. So this teaching is very, very important. It's very important in respect to just appreciating life, just that we have human life. If we appreciate it, life can be very different. We can be really enthusiastic about the possibilities of life. And in terms of the Dharma, it is very, very important that we have this precious human life and that we use it meaningfully, that we don't waste this life. Where does this human life come from? It comes from causes, just like everything else. Nothing happens without causes. What are those causes? Those causes have been brought about by great merit and the great merit of practicing discipline. <laughs> these words, renunciation and discipline. When people hear these words, they usually run for a mile. Renunciation and discipline just ways to stop us from enjoying ourselves, from being free. Really, it comes from discipline. What is the discipline? The discipline in practicing the positive deeds, the ten virtuous deeds, practicing bodhicitta, the six parameters, and benefiting others. Also, the discipline of not entering into actions of negative body, speech and mind, the 10 non-virtuous deeds. 
to do this as well, it's also very important that we maintain the right mindfulness and the right awareness. With the right mindfulness and awareness, we have the ability to transform or let go of any thoughts that might lead into actions of negative actions of body, speech, or mind, and to have the mindfulness and awareness to adopt, to put into practice any virtuous deeds that come to mind. To help us cultivate this mind that appreciates the preciousness of human life, we use the metaphors, the comparisons of numbers, and the comparisons to the other realms. Imagine we're in a place where all the ground, everything is made of jewels. We have any jewel that we wanted. We think that this is very precious. We think that this would be very valuable. But this is not as valuable as having this human life. And why is that? Because with this human life, every moment, every second, we have the opportunity to create the causes for enlightenment. We can make the aspirations, plant those seeds towards developing or practicing towards enlightenment. So every second is precious and attaining enlightenment is far more precious than having all of these, all of these jewels. These jewels will only be there for as long as our life is. Even if we have the life of the gods, which is very, very long, it still is not as valuable as that of attaining enlightenment. Why? Because enlightenment surpasses all of these material concerns. And so every second of human life is precious. If we compare it to the hells as well, even more so. In the hells, they really experience terrible, terrible suffering, immense suffering, uh, unimaginable suffering. And because of the suffering, their physical suffering and their mental suffering, they don't give rise to the thought of uh, an enlightenment, never mind creating the causes of enlightenment. So just in terms of the physical difference in the experience of pain and mental pain, uh, the, having a human life is just so much, so much, so much better. And in addition, with having the human life, every moment we have that opportunity to create those causes towards attaining enlightenment which don't arise as a result of when experiencing the suffering in the hells. And in these ways, we really see how precious this human life is. If we think about it, if we have maybe a few thousand euros and we lose a hundred or two hundred euros, or we lose some money, somebody takes some money from our credit card, somebody steals some money, or there's the effect of the stock market. The stock market goes up and down. This is the net nature of the stock market. This is what it does. But we're only really happy when we want prices to increase and the stock market prices increase. But when they go down, then we get upset and we start to worry and we have anxiety. We become so worried about the loss or frustrated or anxious or we feel hurt or unhappy because of the loss of money, or if somebody steals something or cheats, something, cheats us, how unhappy do we feel? How disappointed do we feel? How angry do we feel? We experience all of the suffering 
due to the loss of some possession or some money. However, if we lose some precious time, if we lose, don't use our time well, if we don't use it meaningfully, we have no feelings of remorse with respect to this precious human life of ours. We just take it for granted. We don't even really give it a second thought that this precious human life is slowly passing by. And what does this maybe show us is that we consider these possessions and our money far more important than we do this precious human life. Why do we teach? Why is it taught in Buddhism? Is so that we realize this. So we don't carry on mindlessly or ignorantly just letting this life go by without using it, utilizing it and making it meaningful. That's why we practice. That's why there are these examples is to help us to cultivate this within our mind stream. Cultivate a mind of appreciation of the value of this human life and how important it is and how great an opportunity it is that we have it and that we use it meaningfully. And if we don't appreciate and use this life meaningfully, what guarantee do we have that we will attain precious human life in our next life? What is our biggest obstacle with respect to appreciating and using this precious human life meaningfully is these five poisons of ours, is our own attitude. Because of our own ignorance, our greed, our anger, our jealousy, our pride, we run after these emotions instead of utilizing this precious human life to plant the seeds, to create the causes for enlightenment, to benefit others and to transform our own mind stream. And really, this is quite sad that we have these thoughts. What makes people so unhappy or maybe even depressed so many times are these thoughts that they have. And so because of these thoughts, people maybe want to commit suicide or hurt themselves or don't appreciate themselves or don't appreciate the fact that they have this life. It's very important that we then maintain or practice mindfulness and awareness and cultivate this understanding, this appreciation and um, understanding the value of this human life. When we realize how valuable, how precious this human life is, then it also gives rise to great compassion to others when we see them wasting this human life. And also, if we truly appreciate our life, then we will truly appreciate the lives of all beings and respect those lives. Every day we wake up, we have a new life. We have new opportunities and new possibilities. And let's dedicate these merits. By these merits may all obtain omniscience, having defeated the enemies of wrongdoings the turbulent waves of birth, old age, sickness and death may all be liberated from the ocean of the suffering of samsara. Sonam daye tamja tsapanye dobnye nyepe dranam kajeja keka nachil palang tropai tsipi tsoli troa troa shok.